0: Looking to reduce your energy bills, Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023.
1: The Go Radio football show with global eco-energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go!
2: So, hearts are through to a cup semi-final at Hampden. Rangers will be aiming to join them in the draw tonight after facing Livingston at Ibrox, but it's a big if. Also, Hibs up against St Mirren. Nick Montgomery says it's the Saints from Paisley that are the favourites, and Ross County looking to avenge the weekend's defeat to Aberdeen. That's at Dingwall. Well, two people who know all about winning Cups, League Cups, Scottish Cups, Leagues, doing well in Europe. We've got John Hartson here and Barry Ferguson. And Barry, your old club Rangers, it's been quite a storm over the weekend, and I'm not talking about this storm coming in. I win at the weekend, but the fans are not happy. Is there a chance for tonight to make a difference with a real display against Livy?
3: Well, they need to um, put on a, a far better display than they did at the weekend against Motherwell, Paul. Um, it was very flat. Um, Very, basically just a poor performance the only positives I could take out of the game was they took the three points and it was a a clean sheet but clearly the fans weren't happy with the performance I listened to Michael Beale's interview um, after the game and clearly he wasn't happy so I would imagine the last couple of days they would have been training hard on the, the training pitch and they need to go out tonight And no just make sure they get into the semi-final draw They need to go and entertain and put a a really good performance on And make
2: sure that they're in the the cup draw for after the game What do you say about Hearts, John? They couldn't win four away outings Couldn't get a win And there's Kilmarnock who beat Rangers Who beat Celtic But couldn't beat Hearts last night You feel for Derek McInnes But good news obviously for Stephen
4: Naismith And Alex Lowry getting the goal I don't feel for Derek McInnes at all Um, Derek's a good manager I've, I've said that many a times they had an opportunity themselves last night to win they couldn't get it done Um, but a great result for Hearts Um, you know uh, in a a start of a season where everybody I think Hearts would have done better they've obviously gone uh, to the one manager now, they started the season with two which I thought was a little bit strange Mm -hmm. there has to be one boss in in my opinion so no, they've gone to Kilmarnock which is a very very difficult venue to go and um, Alex Lowry, you know, a, a, a player from Rangers who's on loan at Hearts, gets a last-minute winner, and uh, Hearts are in with a shout now, yep. as well as another another three other teams. And Barry, that's what you call making an impact. Came on as a sub yeah. in
2: injury time. Yeah, showed really good composure, brilliant finish. But
3: the reason why he was sent out in loan, pole was to. Play a lot more than he's had. He, he he has been, but listen, the only thing you can do when you're on the substitutes bench is come on and make an impact. And certainly done that last night, and making sure. Hartford in the, the semi final draw.
2: Who's going to go in? We'll find out tonight. So the other three games coming up from a Celtic point of view. John obviously a quieter week after a good win against Livy at the weekend. Um, Celtic are now said to be close to agreeing a contract extension with Rio Hatati, and that's really good news. And also keen to secure a longer deal with Matt O'Reilly.
4: Yeah. So good news for Celtic. Excellent news. A good win at the weekend. Uh, again, you know Livingston have caused both Celtic and Rangers a lot of problems in recent years going to Almond Vale and on that pitch again we keep talking about yeah. Kilmarnock's pitch mm. it's something that is there for a while I don't think it's going to change so you have to get used to playing on these on these pitches mm. but a good win you know when you think Joe Hart got sent off relatively early in the game they galvanised they took they took James Forrest off they put Scott Bain on so tactically Brendan was still you know aware of what was going on what Celtic needed and they scored three good goals and they managed to win the game fairly comfortable. I Don't think Livingston really took advantage of playing against ten men. I thought Celtic still, you know, controlled the ball. As I said, Maeda's third goal was was brilliant, um, and it, it was quite a comfortable win. When you when you consider Livingston have, have put up a, a much better fight in recent years, um, and on, the, on Hatati and Matt O'Reilly, you want to tie your best players down. In this day and age, Paul, you know, you could get an offer, might still get an offer even when they sign new contracts, but you want to tie your best players down. You don't want to let them go into a situation where they got a year, a couple of years left and the, their agents can then go and talk to other clubs and, you know, the, the players get a little bit um, carried away with what what sort of, where they, where they can go next, can they move on. But of course, if you have them tied down on contracts as well, it means that... If there was a buying club, they'd have to they'd have to pay more money for them because in, in terms yep. of the fee, they'd have to buy their contracts out as well. So very wise some Saldik. Besides that, they're two very good players. Barry, you'd rather see them go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, that is Celtic's model.
3: They don't yeah. allow players to go into the final couple of years of their contract. Um, and I think that's the way to do business, Paul. And the, the two players that you're talking about, Hitati and O'Reilly. I've been big, big players the last couple of years for, for Celtic and going on in the game at the, the weekend. I was surprised, I expected Morphy Livingston but oh. listen, Celtic were very comfortable um, and obviously with Joe Hart getting sent off um, the goalkeeper coming having to take James Forrest I actually thought James Forrest started the, the game really well he looked really sharp and it was it was a surprise to see him start the game because yeah. he's not played um, much under Brendan Rodgers but in the end, Celtic cruised to a 3-0 victory and he would hope to play he must have been raging so disappointed yeah so but you know? yeah, listen you've got yeah. to do it. it's part of it listen when yeah. the goalkeepers getting sent off genuinely as a forward thinking player it comes off uh, and he's not had a lot of game time and when you get out of 10, uh, 10 men the manager's probably thinking he's not really match fit um, but I think over the course of the, the next few months you'll certainly see James Forrest play more of a bigger part in the, the Celtic team because as I said I thought up until Joe Hart got sent off he looked really sharp
4: yeah, Barry's right I think um, James Forrest is in Brendan's thoughts he's in the manager's thoughts he starts a game and he might miss the next two or three but certainly Brendan sees a role for James Forrest and he he was doing okay before he had to come off and he's at that age now James he's at that situation yeah. where he, he he would he would be absolutely fine about it because he's got experience he knows it's a team game it's a squad game And and, and if Joe Hart hadn't been sent off. He might have played an hour. He might have carried on. But as I said, I think it was a really good tactical change. Scott Bain came on. Um, And again, now Scott Bain might push Joe Hart for a Mm -hmm. starting berth. Joe's still the number one. But... um, Periods through the season, we might try and use both mm. goalkeepers.
2: Well, well, play this weekend anyway, won't it? Because of the suspension. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? 08 08 17, 17 700. Rangers fans, on the way to the game, look at the weather, Barry. Did you like playing in this kind of weather? Where,
1: I yeah,
3: I, d- I didn't mind the, the rain, no, wind, horrible, horrible. poor, yeah. Worst conditions to to, yeah. to play in, yeah. but I didn't mind a, a bit, of, bit of rain. But listen, tonight, the Rangers fans will be travelling to Ibrooks and their numbers. And I always say the most important thing is making sure you win a game, but Paul, you, you, you need to play better than that. I, I was sitting watching it on in, in Sunday and um, it was f- so slack in possession and don't take anything away from Muddle. Yeah. I thought Muddle played really well. Um, In the last 10 minutes, listen, Paul, I was up and down off the sofa. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was panicking. Mm-hmm. I was panicking because um, I thought at that stage Muddle were going to um, get that equaliser, but thankfully they didn't. Rangers have got the three points but they need to make sure they're on it tonight they need to put a performance on they're in a quarter final. they need to make sure they're in that draw for the semi-final making sure they're they're going to Hamden
2: Kemar Roof who may well play tonight I'll ask you in a second he's been speaking to the media and he said look I understand the fans frustration
5: yeah of course because obviously I'm a football fan as well I watch football and when I'm watching football I want to be entertained and not be bored but not every game's going to go down like that. And like I said, it's, it's difficult playing three games in seven, eight or eight days. There's going to be an element of fatigue or element of lower performances. But we've got the result and hopefully we can tomorrow, we can get the result and a performance to, to please the crowd as well.
2: Barry, are you surprised by fatigue he's saying at this stage well, that's what you're built for
3: you, you, that's why you do a pre-season Paul and when you play at a massive club like Rangers you're expected to, to perform um, three games in seven or eight days whatever it is I can understand with came mar Roof because you've got to be careful with came out of Roof first and foremost you suffered a hell of a lot of injuries over the last 18 or so months but the other no players listen you're programmed to do it um, listen every game might not be pretty
2: but you should be able to he makes sure you do, your, you do your stuff three games a week. He said he's aware of the noise coming from some of the fans, quite a lot of the fans, but he said the team and the manager are together.
5: Oh yeah, we've always been united um, as a team and as a manager from the day he signed to now. We worked again massively in off-season and pre-season with the new bunch of players um, to learn the system and also having to adapt to a club like this two new surroundings um, and it's all, it's all coming together I was going to repeat myself it is it is difficult at a club like this It's gonna you've got high expectations and every day you have to match them some days you're not going to, it's not realistic but um, we, we're trying our best
2: Is it coming together, Barry, do you think? It wasn't on Saturday or Sunday? No, the performance wasn't Listen, the, the last three games it's three wins
3: um but the the need to put better performances on um individually and collectively as a team, Paul. It's it's plain and simple and the expectations when you're at Rangers is listen, you've got to win first and foremost, but also you've got to try and entertain the vast majority of the time. Um and looking at the game on Sunday, um it wasn't great to watch and that's why I'm expecting a reaction tonight. I want to see a better performance. Um, not just fully blood and guts I want to see people on the ball and create stuff and pepper Livingston's goal And like to go
2: for it I would imagine John for yeah, Rangers
4: I, I, think, I think winning at the minute for the Rangers fans is not enough you know just just to nick games 1-0 or 2-0 however they win I think they want performances mm-hmm. <coughs> they want yeah. to see their new signings um, playing well and justifying the fact that they're at a club like Glasgow Rangers the fatigue bit I don't get because you know he's just signed ten players and he's got three or four centre forwards. He got six or seven midfield players. He can chop and change defensively, and I think Michael Beal has that role to make sure that who oh, he does play is fit and he's sharp. Um, so that fatigue thing, you know, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give him. I'll give him the fact that they played a European game and that can take it out to you because of the atmosphere and the better opposition, but. Um, No, I I think they'll win the game tonight, but they certainly need to be at it. And as Barry says, they need to see them going from one side to the other. Crosses in the box, Tavernier bursting forward, Barisic on the other side, strikers offering themselves, you know, being a focal point, getting heads and shots on target, keeping a clean sheet because Newbery's a threat for Mm -hmm. Livingston. Bruce Anderson's a threat, he's got goals in him. So Rangers need to, to make sure they score first, you know, take the sting out of the game, and then obviously look to look to get more goals as as the game goes on. But I think it's a game that Rangers should win, and I think they will win. They know what's at stake. There's a semi-final place in the um, yeah. what do you call it, the via play. the, yeah, the via play changes yeah. every year, doesn't right, yeah. it? Yeah, the many cup. Yeah, yeah. Sure. so they need to make sure they get they get a place at sure. Hampden in yeah. in the semi-final of the um, via play cup.
2: I think a lot of Rangers fans were surprised after the win over Real Betis which, you know, they've just beaten a La Liga side Mm -hmm. and then to find it
3: so difficult... Yeah, because I thought, Paul, I thought the the second 45 minutes against Betis was... That's what you expect Mm -hmm. from a Rangers team. Um, Full energy, they were a yard closer, they moved the ball quickly and I I get it takes a lot out of you but there's still... The way you get looked after, there's still plenty of rest. Um, You make a few changes and... I just watched Rangers and, and I was really disappointed. I was really surprised because I expected them to take a lot of confidence mm. out of that second half performance and take it into the Motherwell game. I thought Motherwell controlled large parts of the game. Lennon Miller in the middle of the pitch. Yeah. Slattery. Yeah. Spittle. I was expecting us to take control of it but I was watching Motherwell and, and to be fair I was impressed with Motherwell. I think Stuart Kettlewell's has done a, a very, very good job there and he'll be disappointed not to come away with at least a, a point. But I need to see better and the Rangers fans will expect better certainly tonight.
4: I think as well after a big European game I've played in them myself yeah. you go back and then from the electric atmosphere uh, the places jump in then Martin and Neil always used to say to us you've got to pick the crowd up today. Yeah, you've got yeah. to create because it. There's mm-hmm. something that after a European game us at Celtic then you should struggle but it just take a while to get going. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, and that's obviously Rangers had a problem last week in that, not really getting going in the game, um, not getting up ahead of steam, if you like, and scoring more goals. But that can happen, Paul, after the European game because it's bouncing, a European yeah. match. Then you, you are the ones as players that have got to go make it happen. Mm-hmm. You've got to get the supporters out of their mm-hmm. seats cheering you on by your performance and, and your sort of attitude to the game, if yeah. you like, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's what I was looking at Sunday. I wanted somebody to take control of his situation, grab the game Mm -hmm. with the scruff of the neck, whether that's a cross, a shot on goal, whether it's a tackle or forcing Muddle into a mistake. I've never seen that, and I expect to see that tonight. Um, But as I said, look, the positives from Sunday is you take the three points, right? You dust yourself down, you take the criticism on board. But there's no better thing they've got a game straight away. So go and show... What you showed last week against Betis, go and show that against Livingston.
4: I, th- I think the, yeah, the atmosphere around Rangers, and I think the, mm-hmm. uh, the vitriol that Michael Beale is having to deal with at the minute from all parts, I think if they were to go and get a positive result tonight, and I think it might just change a few attitudes towards the manager because he's sitting in a semi-final of a of a cup you know a yeah. uh, chance to win it sure. of course good start in Europe against good, Betis good good yeah. start excellent win against yeah. Real sure. Betis and they won't be in such a bad position but they, they yeah. have to go and be convincing tonight and In Livingston
2: things can change so quickly final point here on this one from Michael Beale. he wasn't happy after the performance the
6: last 10 minutes from the first minute onwards I was unhappy with the team today the unforced errors with the ball are unacceptable for, for players playing here. That, that performance day was was a really poor one. I felt it's a good goal. The goal was something that we worked on in trying to overload in the middle with a width and I thought the goal was well worked. But outside of that, some of our play was so poor against a team that are obviously in a good place and well organised and came here today of a plan and, and they executed their plan better than us because we constantly turned the ball over and left ourselves vulnerable. Losing Rabi to to injury and it doesn't look like a good one, it didn't help us, that's for sure, because we were few and far in our team of players like that today who could outplay and dribble with the ball. But actually, the back three gave us some stability and some possession and it gave us some balance behind the ball and I thought those three played well and John Lundstrom in front and Jack, but in terms of a performance, that's well below what the players expect, I expect, the fans expect. We got away with one today and... uh, I don't want to take any bit away from Motherwell. I thought they were. They came here and played well. I'm sure Stuart will take a lot from the game. But for me, that that's well below what I'm looking for from this team.
2: Barry, that was then. Tonight, what's going to happen? Obviously, Rabi Matondo out for maybe six weeks.
3: Yeah, it looks as like if he suffered a, a bad knee injury. Um, but again, it, it creates an opportunity for somebody else mm-hmm. to come in and, and stake their claim for a, a place in the... The team. That's why you build a big squad, Paul. You're going to come up against injuries. Unfortunately, Rangers have got a number of injuries at this moment in time, but they've got a big enough squad that Michael's built to deal with these situations. So, yeah, he clearly he's unhappy. You, 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 can hear that, um, and and I totally agree with him. It was, uh, it was just slow, so sorry, sloppy in possession. I, 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 couldn't believe what I was watching at times. So again, listen, the beauty of football is you've you've got a game round the corner. And you can put the wrongs right.
4: Yeah, of all of all yeah. the players, uh, Paul, that that he brought in as well. We we'll say that Batondo has been there a while now. Yeah, was eighteen whatever last it is signed last yeah. season. He'd be disappointed with the Batondo blow because he's mm-hmm. almost been his go-to man at times this season. You know he's performed very well. He's got goals, and having to lose a player like that. Now you know that type of player with that dynamism who looks mm-hmm. to go forward and take players on. That's a blow to him, I feel, even though he's got another some players who can play in that area. So um, he's got to deal with it. He can't do anything about it. But as Barry said, it gives an opportunity for somebody else to come in and impress. Who is that person, do you think, Barry? And also, are
2: you thinking of your team for tonight, which might reveal it? Yeah, I'm unsure.
3: I'll need to have a think Mm -hmm. about it. But listen, it's it's clear that they're they're missing some players and I I think key players, but you need to deal Mm -hmm. with that, Paul. That's part and parcel. Football yeah, football not I
2: keep saying that's why you, you build a big squad to deal with injuries and suspensions Jimmy Rangers fans been on he said this time last year it was Cholak getting some of the goals mm. and even Sakala as well and they've gone and I think that's also worrying the Rangers fans
3: yeah you t- you've took a few goals yeah. away listen Cholak wasn't everybody's cup of tea but what it he was he's a penalty box striker Paul he knew with the back of the net was Sakala listen it's obviously good money they got for Sakala but for me look, I'm not saying Sakala was a certain starter but to bring a guy like that off the bench, um he could make a difference in the, the last twenty minutes. When teams start to tire, he's got genuine pace and, and I thought he'd done a a fine job at times, Sakala. Right. He missed a few sitters. That's understandable, but
2: looking at the bigger picture, um I like Sakala. Looking forward to the games tonight. 08, 08, 17, 17, one of your old pals, we know. Gatuso, I see he's being tipped for the Marseille job Barry so Reno you would know him for that he was only there a year wasn't he when, when you were first yep. at Rangers um, yeah. yeah
3: he was and the, he went back to Italy and listen, he ended up having an unbelievable yeah. ca- career AC Milan and Italy and I come up against yeah.
2: him a, a few right, times
3: yeah. yeah he was um, what was he oh. like
2: to you two against each other must have been special oh, he was feist
3: yeah. he, was, fast. he right. was all energy yeah. he was um, but listen what a career mm-hmm. he, he had um, and he's the type of player you would want in your team listen he was he was good on the ball as well but listen he could get in about people um, he wouldn't give you a, a second on the on the ball um, and he's went on to he'd be pretty successful in, in management he's had a few jobs yeah. and it's good to see him linked with another big club in Marseille
4: yeah he's great when yep. he created AC Milan as Barry said he just played with passion you mm. could see it in his performance in his face he's getting everybody around him up for it Yeah. Um, there was never a dull moment was there watching him but I used to go to his mum and dad's restaurant and oh, by his road oh, Bar Milano magnificent, he used to yeah. pop in there now and again yeah, yeah, back in the day as well
2: yeah he was a great man his uh, late father-in-law oh, who had a right. number of restaurants yeah. around the city Barry some of them you know as well you and I know yep. even the one in Bothwell for a wee while he did
4: sort of, yeah, not far a- and there. I
2: see today John that Moravchik um, has mentioned you he said I love my time at Glasgow I loved it at Celtic and uh I didn't score that many goals, he said, but worked alongside Larson, Sutton and Hartson mm. and you uh, delivered so many goals. It was a great tweet that I spotted today. They, What's yeah, it correct? Yeah.
4: He was very special. 300k. Though. That's yeah. what
2: he, he cost, yeah he, yeah.
4: he could play the game. Amazing. Well, when, when I arrived at Celtic, I, 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 I'd never heard it. I, I don't think many of the players had. Okay. Um, but I played with a guy called Brian Steen at Luton in my, in my early um, Luton yeah. days. Yeah. And then I met Brian... Good, uh, about 20 years later on the golf course in Woburn. And I uh, said to Brian, I said, have you ever hear this guy, Moravchik? He played mm-hmm. in the French leagues. He said, John, I know him very well. He used to play for a club called La Havre. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he yeah. said, Moravchik. Mm-hmm. So he almost like, you expect to see him at a Real Madrid or a yeah. Bar- mm-hmm. somewhere, or a Marseille yeah. or a Monaco. But he just went through his career. He ends up at Celtic. And, and he's just unbelievable what a talent he was, Paul. And nobody could believe that where's he been? I think he came to Celtic at 30 and he was performing 30, at 33, yeah. 34 right. years yep. of age and some of the things, he was equally as good, the biggest compliment i I paid to him, he was equally as good with his left and his right wow. foot. Now there's not many players you can you can label that sort of skill. Equally good. He could whip wow. in corners from the left, yep. from the right with either foot, his accuracy and weight yep. to pass, he was just a magician, he really was.
2: Barry, what was he like to play against?
4: yeah it was difficult a couple of games um, we
3: had to try and stop listen Celtic were fully top quality players but he was one that obviously in the team meetings that you you earmarked to make sure that you never gave him much time in the ball and always remember that just what John says if Celtic had a corner he would whip it in with his left if we knocked it out for another corner and it was the opposite side he would whip it in with his, his right so technically listen the guy was right up there
2: they were two proper teams weren't they in those days
3: good teams
1: The Go Radio football show with Global Eco Energy. 10% off your solar install in September. Terms and conditions apply. Let's
2: go! Thanks, Chris, keeping us up to date, especially if you're heading for the south side of Glasgow for Govan, heading for Rangers up against Livingston. It's the League Cup quarterfinals, heading for the semis, as, uh, well, Kelly hoped to be going. They were back at 1-1. They weren't cruising, but they had quite a bit of the play in the second half two minutes of injury time remaining and the ball Alex Lowry was involved right from the beginning I noticed that Barry was back he he's got that the in his locker yeah. Paul he, he's a player that I, I liked and I thought it
3: was a good bit of business for both Rangers and Hearts that he gets out and he plays on a more regular basis but he's not played as much as I would like to see there's no doubt he's certainly got ability young Lowry and you and you've seen his technique last night um, brilliant in the box quick feet and it was a cool and collected finish very composed into the into the bottom corner so hopefully this will kick start Alex uh, Lowry with, with playing more often because if he does that for Hearts I'm sure that will benefit
2: Rangers in the long run some of the Hearts fans were unhappy beforehand you know there was a banner there it said a few things including the club is run by clowns so you know they're entitled to their opinion they're clearly not happy um, with Stephen Naismith or oh, the club um, but for him, that was a huge game last night. To yeah, win he needed it. Neyze needed
3: it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, listen, I just... well, Obviously, it was done for reasons with the management set-up, which I think we spoke about. Look, it was very, very strange. You know Neyze never had these pro licence to manage in, in Europe. But listen, they're out of Europe now. He can concentrate on now making sure hearts get back to... Um, well, I believe they should be. They should be fighting for third place. Um, they're never going to split. Rangers and Celtic nobody has let's be honest with that but last night I think that could maybe be the kickstart in AZ's management
2: management career at Hearts Scotland's women left it late but we got the equaliser right at the end Scotland won Belgium won and I know Pedro Martinez-Losa he was raging with the referee because of the injury to Caroline Weir he reckons she was cropped deliberately early in the game and she's such an important player for us the Real Madrid star so well we got the draw Barry we felt Hard done by. We got a penalty denied at the weekend, as you know, against England. Oh, that it? it's, <laughs> it's a penalty. It's a shock. It's a penalty.
3: I mean, a penalty all day.
4: Oh, it yeah. Deferred. Saw that. Yeah. That was a ridiculous no. decision. It's
2: like some of the wrestling it isn't there. Right it? in the yeah. back. Slam. Boom. Oh, it's an it's an actually, English ref actually left the floor. <laughs> <laughs> left the floor and landed on a yeah.
4: stomach. That was a blatant no. penalty. How could they not give that? I know. Who was the ref, Barry? Do we know them? <laughs> shocking. No, it was shocking. So We try and praise yeah. refs on this program mm-hmm. as well. For Paul. sure,
2: yeah. Uh, the news earlier on, Rayo Hatati and uh, also Matt O'Reilly, longer yeah. term contracts coming up. And that makes sense. You know, O'Reilly, much loved, and I think he's enjoying the Brendan Rodgers era. Um, and for Rio Hitati, wasn't in at the start, but he's back in the team, and why wouldn't you do it? The the window's closed.
4: Two two for the future as well, both relatively young, can go on and play a huge part in Celtic's success, and Celtic's future, and Europe, they're they're both talented players, different players of course, Hattati's a bit more dynamic, looks to go forward with the ball, Um, and Matt O'Reilly is very silky, he don't give the ball away, his pass, his weight of pass, he can get around the pitch. Hitati's the same. I prefer Hitati going forward in that number 10 role, if you like. But um, two important players, so I'm sure the Celtic supporters will be delighted if they can get them two on a long-term deal. John, an ex Celtic striker, a great Celtic striker. What did you make of Dyson Maida and his goal? Good. The goal was brilliant. Um, I saw saw a video today of of his goals at Celtic and generally his work rate to get onto the ball um, and his finishing, he can get labelled sometimes as not a particularly good finisher. Mm-hmm. But if you see his goals and where he's ran from and making goals on his own um, with, with his desire to get there and his pace and his energy levels, some of his goals are terrific, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But you, you look at it, you know, two good managers in Ange played him all the time. Mm-hmm. And not just because he gets labelled as this great engine, quick, tracks back. But he can play. He's got qualities mm. as well, and um, I'm I delighted for him. Do you know? And he's a mainstay in the side because he, he gives you so much, as well as a as a as a as a goal threat. He can square it along. You know, his, as I said, I'm trying not to mention his energy levels. Yeah, but, but he phenomenal. You know, he gives, phenomenal, he gives absolutely everything, yeah. Paul, from mm. first minute to the last minute. I'm sure Barry would have played with that type of player. But don't get carried away with his energy levels. Mm-hmm. Just have a look at his talent as well. He's a very talented player. Barry, what do you make of him? Yeah, he's a
3: teammate's dream. But mm. like, you, you love the guy. Well, I'm gonna mention it. he's Go he, yeah. not he tracks back and helps out. Yeah. He, he generally plays on the left hand side. And Greg Taylor must love him, love playing beside him. Because he's back helped him out. And he does the what I always mention, the dirty side of the game brilliantly. But He's, he's good going forward. Sometimes he's wasteful when he gets into good positions, but yeah. listen, for the price that Celtic paid um, and what he's brought to Celtic since he's been here, mm. he's been a right good signing for them. And, and the finish uh, was, was a bit of quality. You could have yeah. two goalkeepers in there and uh, I think it was what still he, what, the back. What he of the does net. as
4: well, buddy, what he does is he, he stretches the opposition. So if, if you're playing it along the back, you know. Alistair Johnson can just go boom over the right back's head and Maeda's onto it he's a willing runner in behind and it's great to have that option because Kyogo's a bit different he'll come yeah. to feet hasn't maybe got the the pace that a Maeda has but he can run in behind and he's a willing runner as a midfielder that ball comes into you know you can just help it on and turn the defence that's what he's great at as well What about the red cards and how did the manager handle it?
7: Yeah, just stay calm I think it's Sometimes you can worry you get out to ten ten men, and uh, but you're still well in the game. And obviously we were in control of the game at one nil. So I just thought we had to be better with the possession, and I think we can still be better in the second half. Lost too many balls when we can keep it better. Um, but uh, but it's just about staying calm and understanding how you're going to defend and against the against the eleven men.
2: Barry, it was seven points then. Then Rangers won the next day, went back to four. Is there a bit of, not fear, but Rangers will be well aware, Celtic are weaker at the moment, you know, without Navrowski, Cameron Carter-Vickers. Well, the way I look at it, they're going to get stronger because yeah. like, the,
3: the player that you mentioned there, Carter-Vickers, he's a massive player for, for Celtic. So Rangers, listen, the most important thing for Rangers is are not losing any more ground for how poor they did play at the weekend. They still collected the three points, um, but they need to... They need to um, start performing um, a lot better uh, and as I says Paul it's, it's a brilliant wee run they've got they bet last week they had i they've got Livingston tonight and then they've got Aberdeen at the weekend um, so they've got an opportunity uh, to get points on the board um, but as I said the, the Rangers supporters will be certainly
2: going tonight expecting a, a better all round performance and on Celtic John that mm. moment at the end when the young fan came on this is what the manager said afterwards that lesson is a
7: great day for Celtic you know the, you come here as, as a player and to have that much support and it was absolutely amazing and that's especially when you have a midweek game to get that energy and um, now that we get it, it's just common sense it's, it's a young kid that he's on to see his areas he wants to see his players so he shouldn't be punished or prosecuted for that especially when uh, the security guy is <laughs> He's a lot older than him, so uh, he just wants to see his heroes. And So, just common sense and and let him back with his mates. Handled it well, John.
4: Yeah, that was very good from Brendan. That that was excellent. The manager sort of getting involved with the steward, saying, hold on a minute, he's a young boy, you've just rugby tackled him, you're you're lucky you haven't injured him. Um, So, he just went over, took control of the situation, led the boy back in, probably to his dad, um, in in the stand, oh, right, it maybe shouldn't happen, but it's a one-off. Oh, sure. He's a young yeah. kid. You can't have people running onto the pitch, even though it is their heroes. But I thought Brendan, this boy, you know, he's running on to see one of his heroes. He's probably got away from his dad in the crowd, but it was brilliant. And I think Brendan Rodgers went up in a lot of people's estimation. I know, I know, it's probably what most people would do. Uh, I would certainly do it if I was a player. And I saw the Steward man handling a young boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know the Steward's only trying to That's right. his they didn't job, do his job, You're yeah. right, yeah. But I thought the sure. way Brendan dealt with it, he's a young lad. He mm-hmm. went on to see his hero. Um, he broke away from from whoever he was with in the ground. And I thought he was dealt with brilliantly. I really did. It's interesting, Barry, isn't it? But just because that relationship yeah, with it, some it, of it, the fans. The,
3: the young yeah. boys obviously got a bit overexcited. Yeah. He's yeah. jumped on the pitch. Listen. I'm sure he'll get his pocket money to a coffin for a week or two <laughs> and that's that's it done. How much do you give them now? <laughs> the children. <laughs> listeners are going to cost yep. you more.
2: Yeah. Fortunately, believe it? me. Yep.
4: It's not pocket money now. It's £140 trainers. Oh yeah. my that's goodness. Really? What, it's not yeah. pocket money wow. now, Paul. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 but I think it was just the relationship between the manager and some of the uh, you know, the away fans and some of them be the Green Brigade, but I think they were applauding him. Yeah, and, brilliant.
4: Uh, As I said, I thought he was excellent. It was a great touch. Yeah you know we all we all most of us will have children and you know and, and to go and, and to go and go over that child that child will never never you know forget that that memory um but it was great brilliantly dealt with i really do think that mark has been on a big
2: celtic fan on from carluke and he's saying John do you think Matt O'Reilly will be in the squad for Denmark next month he's played under 21 um do you think he is going to get his full cap for Denmark and why not
4: well, he, he, Denmark had a good side, yep. by the way. Mm-hmm. They've got some really good players and uh, they're a good international team. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be a very good player to get in. He's played for the under-21s. He's making progress. He's playing very well for Celtic. I thought he did well in, in the first half over in Feyenoord. I really did. And he gets on the ball and he just makes things happen. He's so silky. He's got so much guile. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he went into the into the senior squad, but... He's young enough. If he's not in this squad, he might make the next one or three or four months down the line. What Matt O'Reilly's got to keep doing is playing well for Celtic. And he's got to catch the eye of of the Danish sort of manager and his staff. That's what he's got to do. But if he doesn't get in this time, Paul, I'm sure in the future, he'll certainly have a lot of caps for Denmark.
2: Barry, you could see him play there.
3: Yeah, he's an elegant football player. And lefties always look a bit better, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um and listen I think Brendan Rodgers fancies him as a player clearly because he's he's played the vast majority of the games uh, and again he's another one that's came for the lower leagues yeah Down and he's south. come back he's come yep.
4: back as well because last season you know Brendan it was it uh, was using, you know one or two others yeah. more Moy yeah. was in ahead sure. of him and, he was on the bench a lot but, but oh, yeah. obviously you know Brendan's recognised his talent mm. I know there's a few injuries at the start of the season to a tatty yeah. which maybe allowed him to get in but the good thing is once you're in and you've got that shirt you've got to hold on to it and he's done that
2: North London Derby John that's your old club Arsenal obviously against Tottenham were you quite pleased for Ange that he got the draw
4: yeah I was yeah because I, I, listen Arsenal's one of my former clubs mm. but it's, I look out for all my ex-clubs to see how they're doing sure. you know but uh, I think Arsenal be slightly disappointed being at home at the Emirates they led twice and they were pegged back twice by by Ange's team Son of course getting the equaliser 2-2 yeah. He's a wonderful player, but I'm delighted for Ange as well to go there and play as well as he did against a real good Arsenal team. Mm-hmm. Declan Rice got injured in the game, hurt his back. Saka was brilliant again for mm-hmm. Arsenal, but it's a really good point when you think a lot of people thought Arsenal would turn them over, but he showed how resolute he sets his team up with with great, you know, mm-hmm. with great um, power and uh, and tactics going forward in the game. Your old pal. Arteta
2: up against. I'll be honest, Ange. Paul. Yeah.
4: I only watched the first half. There was a, yeah. a bigger game on at three o'clock. Yeah, of
2: course. Yeah, watching. indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then did you go back to it? No, because the first half wasn't so bad. But yeah. uh, Ange he's lighting up England, isn't he? So far, they they love him. Yeah, you
3: can yeah. see. Listen, I've spoken about it a, a number yeah. of times. You can see the reason why Tottenham were were desperate to get him, and I think the Tottenham fans have took to him big time. And I think he's he's brandy football. Let's be honest, yeah. it's real attack minded. Um, the Tottenham fans love the way they're, they're, they're playing and, uh, as I said I can only see good things happening there um, and I'm sure come January he'll strengthen again but I, I said to you at the start of the season yep. yeah, don't be surprised if they do make the top four and the ex aberdeen star
2: James Madison
3: yeah brilliant real good football yep. player as well as you said he came up here what five six years mm. ago on loan from Norwich I think it was and he, he's went to Leicester and, and obviously he's a, a massive party Angie's team at
2: Tottenham we're going on the Colts next 0808 08, 17 17
1: the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy 10% off your solar install in September terms and conditions apply let's go
2: it's the Go Radio Football Show Paul Cooney we're here with Global Eco Energy in the company of two genuine football legends Barry Ferguson and John Hartson it's Barry, I think the summer's gone, hasn't it? Well and truly, when we look outside now, darkness approaching. <laughs> yeah, but I, I
3: yeah. again, listen, I, I like playing during the week. I don't know. Wait, yeah. There was just something about playing under the lights during the week. I used to love it, whether it was European football or, or uh, your own league duty or cup duty. But listen, tonight, the bit of rain about, the pitch will be like a bowling green, slick. These are the nights you've got to try and enjoy. Certainly is, John.
2: You loved well, it under the floodlights as well, yeah. didn't you? Oh,
4: yep. Special atmosphere. Floodlights, yeah. And as you say, the, the pitch just seems, you know, better the crowd, yeah. everything, the lights. Um, every, I used to love it, even at other grounds in Upton Park, it used to be magic under the lights. Yeah. Fancy ourselves against anybody, I mean anybody. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Celtic Park, Ibrox, two great venues to play at, at night. But going back to the winters here, Paul, yeah. Stevie, yeah. my gardener, <laughs> he's got one more cut next week Right. and he doesn't come then till next summer wow so you yep. always know when you stop your garden coming in because the garden now will just take care of itself through the winter
2: perfect good news <laughs> so Barry what about Duncan Ferguson we've been talking about him for the last couple of days are you surprised he's the new manager in the championship Inverness
3: yeah I, I'll be honest I was surprised that he, he's not a name I, I thought of obviously Duncan great things at Everton in terms of being assistant manager and caretaker manager. Went to Forest Green, it didn't quite work out, if I'm being honest with you, but I was expecting um, I mean, names like Scott Brown, Dan LaDee, etc. etc. Were, were mentioned. So when I seen he got announced as Inverness manager, it was a surprise, but listen, brilliant. I hope he does a, a real good job up there. I, I, I said to you, I thought it was a bit harsh on Dodgy. Mm. Um, I know then hadn't won enough games but I think the performances were were decent enough but I get it it's a a results driven business sadly Dodger lost his job and then listen it opens up a a path for somebody else to come in and take the job and Big Dunks took it and he's not been up here for how long Yeah, because um, you
2: missed bit. him at Rangers didn't you he came in
3: yeah yeah. I was only a, a young, boy. I was a yeah, nipper
2: sure. um, when he
3: was he was at Rangers but listen he was a a right handful went down to Everton and Newcastle and Became a legend yep. at Everton, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Um, so, yeah, I hope he goes up to Inverness and, and uh, does a fine job.
4: Well, he clearly wants to manage, doesn't he? Mm. When you think he's, um, for a long time, he, he had some fantastic managers that he worked alongside. You go back to David Moyes, Ronald Koeman, Sam Allardyce, mm. Carlo Ancelotti, Shh. and more recently, Frank Lampard, who actually made him an assistant. Mm. But I think he left the club under Frank, obviously went to Forest Green, found that a bit difficult, uh, he's been out yep. since, but he wants to manage, you know, I, I think the offer was there to stay with Frank, but he, he left Everton, a few months later he goes out on his own, things didn't go too well at Forest Green, he probably feels as if he's got something to prove at Inverness, um, so yeah, good luck to him, he would have, he would have learned a lot from, from each and every other manager. And when you've been an assistant for so long, and not maybe—I know we took Everton for several months yeah. and did okay, did well, didn't he? A when couple he, of times, interim yeah. manager. Yeah. I mm-hmm. actually called for him to get the job at the time. Mm-hmm. They, they were without a manager. Yeah. I think I mean, Sam Allardyce or somebody came in and kept Duncan on. But when you've been an assistant for so long, there's that feeling that hold on a minute. You know, I, I want to have a go on my own. I want to see how I get on. So he's got the opportunity. Difficult job. Inverness, difficult job for him because yep. he's not had a great start. No. one win in ten, bottom bo- bottom yep. of the league, mm. so he's got it all to do. But credit to him if he wants to go and do it and give it a try, and if he gets mm. them out from up from the relegation zone and, and keeps them up, then obviously he can show that he can that he can manage.
2: Barry, at the weekend, what did you make of it? Feyenoord going to Ajax, and then the game abandoned after what? Yeah, 50? I've just seen it. Yes. Get-
3: yep played this afternoon which yeah. I think is a brilliant thing to do right thing to do obviously in i have, have run out 4-0 winners and it shows you the, the quality of Firenod. exactly I mean yep. I, I didn't think it was a particularly great game mm. the Champions League game against Celtic last week but listen the, the conditions weren't ideal but it shows you that the, the quality that, that Celtic are up against um, so yep they've done the right thing playing the game today and obviously Firenude ran out worthy
2: winners yeah Real problems there at Ajax, of course, oh, it's um, but isn't it? Yeah. Up their own it's stadium. terrible. Their own I, I never,
4: yeah. I, I knew there's some reputation with several Dutch clubs, um, in terms of away fans and, and and causing trouble and things like this. But I, I never thought like the Ajax supporters. I thought they're very, very. Well-run club, big history, great in, history in in you know, yeah. brilliant. Some great players, Johan Cruyff, the De Boer yeah. brothers, yeah. Bergkamp, the all these guys all, all come through Ajax, and um, all all these different class yeah. players, and and for the fans to to turn as quickly as they have afterwards five or six games, yeah. and then to mm-hmm. go and wreck certain parts of their own stadium, cause a real problem for the owners and and, and the you know the the um, the people who run Ajax. I was very, very surprised because I never put Ajax down as that type of no, fans. No, that's right. You know, to, Sadly, there aren't extremist To go against your own club yeah, and
2: your own sure. stadium mm. is like well. The brave. Dutch are good people, aren't they? You know, if you meet them, I, I loved it. Do, do you know what?
3: See, playing and I was lucky enough to play at Feyenoord, PSV, Ooh, and Ajax. Wow. Yeah, they were a the brilliant state. The atmospheres were absolutely electric, electric. But what the Ajax fans done? You can't be doing that in your own place. Yeah.
2: That's your home. No, I mean, you've got to look after it. Why would you? It's terrible. It's just a total lack of empathy for your own club. Barry, have you got a a thought? I know you will have. What are Rangers going to play tonight? What's the team he's going to start with? Do you know what? See, whatever team they play, they need to
3: make sure they go out and win and put a performance on. Um, And as I said, just watching the game on Sunday, Paul, I just wanted somebody to grab the game by the the scruff of the neck. Listen, I think Lundström's been really good the last couple of games. He's the one... That's at least tried. He's got close to people. He's driven the team on a wee bit. Um, and I know a lot of people, oh, you can't play two-holding midfielders. But I, I would put Ryan Jack in there yep. as well, beside him. Because you know what you're going to get with Ryan Jack. He's got that bit of bite about him. He'll drive people on, run about him. Um, but it'll be interesting to see the the team um, that he puts out. But whatever team he puts out, they need to make sure they know they're going out there to... You make sure they're in that semi-final draw and, and at least put a, a half-decent performance on. Would you expect yeah, and Roof and Deserts together?
4: Well, why not? Yep. Stick two up there. You need goals. You need, yep. you need people in the box sure. when the ball's coming in. You know, if Michael Beale is willing to change his tactics, and but you know what, what you got to do is, I think it's down to the players whether or not it, it's going to be a comfortable night or a, or a difficult one. Start early. Come flying out of the traps. Go forward, pass the ball, go forward with the ball, get crosses in the box, make opportunities for your strikers. If they don't, if they start a little bit sloppy and a little bit ponderous, Livingston have got threats. And it's not going to be an easy game because Livingston, the massive, massive outsiders in the game. Rangers will be huge favourites. But Livingston will make it difficult. They'll they'll put six behind the ball. They'll have two sitters, a back four, They'll make it difficult. So Rangers will have their work cut out. That's what I'm saying. Go and pepper uh Livingston's goal early on in the game, you know. Get the crowd up, get the crowd behind you. A couple of shots from the edge of the box. You can do that as a player. Like, don't, don't make it a difficult evening for yourselves. Yeah, because I can imagine David Martindale's team talk. Yeah. Go, out,
3: quiet in the uh, the stands, make sure you don't give anything away the first 15 or 20 minutes. And that, that's what I'd be thinking in the Rangers dressing room. Right, I know what they're going to do, but we, we need to do the opposite. We need to go and make sure we're on them. And whether it's a shot or a cross or attempts at goal, as well, get close to them, get tackles in, force corners, throw ins down uh, near the, the corner flag. Because the fans genuinely get up for that. So that's what I'm expecting and, and I would really they surprised if that's not the sort of start that Rangers are going to have tonight at 8 o'clock. Michael Beale's
2: assistant, Neil Banfield, was on media duty yesterday and he spoke about you know how much they want to do well in the League Cup. I think when you
8: look at it, I think running on four
2: competitions, which is great.
8: We had the League last Sunday, then we had Europe in the week and now we got the League Cup on Wednesday. It's fantastic. And that's what we all come here for and that's what we want to be involved in. And we prepare exactly the same as we do every game. And we've focused on uh, winning on Wednesday night and the game ahead, how tough it's going to be for us.
2: At the weekend, Michael Beal was speaking about, uh, well, one of the positives, Jack Butland.
6: Listen, I think any goalkeeper in any team is allowed to make a save. I thought Leon Kelly made a couple of good saves for them as well, equal to what Jack did for us today. He came and took one in the air, which I thought was really important at the time he did. Um, but I think any goalie in any team is allowed to make a save. You just kept three clean sheets on the bounce, so that's a positive. When you're not playing well, he, he's needed more than what I'd want him to be needed. Is the, is the way to answer
2: that. John, he's definitely been a big plus for him, the goalkeeper, Jack Butland.
4: Yeah, he's a quality keeper, um, played in the Premier League. Mm. He comes up here. But the thing is, when you're at Rangers or Celtic, Paul, he might not have a lot to do. But he had, he had a couple of saves to make at the weekend. And your concentration levels have to be at the very, very highest. Because um, when you do happen to make a save, we mm. uh, kept another clean sheet. Um, and Michael um, Michael Beale is right, you know, goalkeepers are allowed to make saves. Um, sometimes when you're at home, when you've got a vociferous crowd and you're against weaker opposition, mm-hmm. some people think, oh, a keeper can't make a save. It's not allowed to, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, especially under Stuart Kettlewell, Motherwell are going really well. So they created a few too many opportunities for the fans. The fans thought it was... Uh, you know, quite an average display, but they got it done in the end. But they need to improve in terms of the performance ranges.
2: Barry, yeah, but the Jack Butland has done really, really well. He gave the he did give the defence and the midfield a bit of stick, didn't he? Did you like to see that? Yeah, I love to yeah. see that. It's about of passion. Mm-hmm. That's him demanding
3: that things uh, get sorted um, out in the open field. There, there's no doubt he's been a listen. That, my only concern with Jack Butland is he hadn't played a lot of football. But clearly he's come up and he's a real good preseason and listen, he's a real presence in that goal and he's pulled off some some big saves so far this season. Um, so yep, on a free transfer as well. Listen, there's no doubt he'll you'll be on a big salary. But
4: for me, Jack Butland is a, a, a top class goalkeeper. A goalkeeper. To yeah. be successful, you know, in any league you need a good goalkeeper.
2: In the next hour, we'll give you the team news. We'll go through all the games. But Barry, today, there'll also, I think, be a minute silence tonight because of the death of Jim Forrest, mm. a brilliant striker at Rangers uh, in the 60s. And he, at the time, he was the most prolific post-war scorer at Rangers. It was a phenomenal performance. Uh, y- your dad would remember him well. I'm mm. sure he died at the age of 79 today.
3: Yeah, it's uh, sad That's you hear that quite often yeah. now. In Generation. Listen, yeah. it's just part of a life but I was just listening to his goal scoring record um it was um he
2: knew by the back of the net was yeah, that's yeah. for sure 150 odd goals wasn't it something like 170 mm. odd appearances yep. absolutely 164
3: phenomenal. I yeah. think it was well done yeah I think it was
2: Barry and John will keep us right in the next hour Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. eight seventeen seventeen
0: seven700. Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September
2: 2023. Looking forward to the games tonight after last night it looked as though it was going to go to extra time 1-1 after the 90 minutes after 91 minutes then in the 92nd minute Shanklin was involved so too was Boyce and then it was young Alex Lowry on loan from Rangers just his 10th appearance he was only on for a couple of minutes his first touch of the ball Barry dragged it back really well didn't he and just uh, beat the keeper
3: Yeah brilliant piece of skill and very composed finish uh, Paul And, and that's what he's capable of um, young Lowry, there's no doubt he's got the the ability. He just needs to do it on a more consistent basis and force his way into that Hearts team and make sure that Stephen Nesmith can't take you out. It and listen, he's he's done his self no harm last night
2: with making sure he got the winner and put Hearts into the semi final draw all looking forward to the games tonight also some really good games aren't there Hibs against St Mirren St Mirren the the second force at the moment John aren't they second top of the
4: table absolutely flying there's only Celtic and Hibs that are not unbeaten this season so far Hibs played four uh, drawn two second in the league going really really well Hibs though up to six not doing too so badly themselves. Yeah. Um that'd be a good game, actually, tonight. For me, that could go either way. Either way. Nick Montgomery,
2: the new Hibs manager, mm-hmm. says St. Mirren are going to be the favourites. Barry, is that a bit of psychology from yeah. the adopted Oz? Yeah. Yeah, but of course it is, there's yeah. there's no doubt. But listen,
3: he's he certainly made an impact mm. an impact, sorry, in his short time in in Scotland. Um and the brand of football that he's brought, I'm sure the, the Hibs fans will enjoy in time. Um, but listen he's got off to he got a good point down at Rugby Park convincing one at the weekend mm-hmm. and listen that that's going to be a close one tonight because you've got a St Myrne team who are very well managed and coached mm-hmm. under Stephen Robinson um, but I think Hibs will just nick that tonight with home advantage
2: you reckon the home advantage there yeah but the, it's going yeah. to
3: listen it can go either way they're, they're two very
2: evenly matched teams Pitch is looking great there as well, isn't it? I must say, the pitches this season, when it's the real... And I know we're still early, we're still in September, but I thought it looked great at Easter Road. So you reckon, Hibs, who do you think, John? I know you're not sure. Could go either way. Could it be extra time tonight at Easter Road?
4: Could be. Yeah, I think St Mirren go there, Boyd, obviously from the early league form. 2-0 yeah. at um, the weekend. Hibbs are fifth, yeah. I apologise. Sorry, not sixth. Um, and as I said it, it really could go either way I, I don't think either club can afford to make changes it's such a big opportunity for them to get into a semi-final at Hampden Park mm-hmm. so I, I think they'll be full strength um, at this stage of the competition you know you want your club to get through and play in, in a League Cup final Celtic get out you've got an, an opportunity you know one of the big two are not there um, of course Rangers are still there The they, they um, yeah. They've got a chance to book their place tonight. So it's a huge game. It really, really is. I probably, because of the new manager and the little kick, maybe he might have pushed Hibs on a little bit. I'll probably edge towards Hibs tonight, just slightly Hibs. Had to chase you for that one a wee bit Yeah slightly round the box, Hibs, yeah. probably one nil, 2 one something like okay, that You
2: both think uh, it could well be the Hibs so let's see what happens tonight what about Ross County Aberdeen Barry that was, that was a surprise at the weekend wasn't it? Aberdeen. Yeah
3: Aberdeen have struggled this season yeah. no doubt but listen they must have took a bit of confidence with the performance in Frankfurt no, no doubt because mm-hmm. um, I thought they would have turned over pretty easily over in Germany but listen they put on a a decent performance and ran them close then at the weekend listen they, they ran over the top of Ross County good 4-0 win um, and that's what Barry Robson's been needing yeah. he's been needing that he's come un, under a bit of unfair criticism mm-hmm. I think um, but big win for him and I, I think Aberdeen will win that tonight
2: Majorski was back on a double yeah, the weekend with seven goals, goals as well yeah. I mean they're
3: big players uh, if his big players perform you will have a much better chance of winning games John, you know Mark um, McKay well. I uh, uh, am. Yeah, I'm, I'm,
4: I'm yeah. with Barry. I think having won so convincingly, anywhere near. Obviously Ross County, uh, Markey be looking for a reaction mm-hmm. tonight. This is a different. Uh, it's different. It's in the cup, of course, but having having won very well four 0 and then three or four days later you're going to play the same team. You, you expect to beat them again. Um, so I, I'm with Barry. I, I'll, I'll go Aberdeen. Might win that one. And Rangers against Livingston. Barry,
2: have you decided on your starting 11 tonight? Yeah, I'm going to throw one out here, I think. Um, I think
3: he's going to go Butland. I think he's going to go a back three. Ghost, and Davies. Two wing-backs, and I'm expecting the Mm wing-backs to play at least 20 yards further up the pitch. Mm -hmm. And they did at the weekend. That would be Tavernier and Barisic. Mm -hmm. Jack just sitting in front with Lindstrom and
2: Lammers supporting Dessers and Kmart Roof. Dessers and Kmart Roof. So three at the back, which we saw...
3: Uh, for some yeah, of the game at the weekend yeah. he, he played it for a, a part of the game at the weekend I think he had to t- change it to mm. be fair because um, they were struggling to gain possession of the ball and for me came our roof get rested at the weekend mm. I know he come on for a small part of the game but he'll be fresh for me came our Roof's the best forward at the club so you've got to make sure you get him in and why you not know, go and partner him with Dessers who's struggling a wee bit for confidence albeit he got his goal at the weekend mm. Listen, any striker will take it off. I mean, it was a, a deflection. Yeah. I mean, Take it off your backside into the back of the net. still counts as a goal. So, yeah, but I think he might go a bit different. Very, very attack-minded with, with Lundström and Lammers getting up. Let Jack just sit there and patrol in front of the back three and the two wing-backs high and wide. What are you thinking about Lammers? I think we've all seen moments when you think there's something there I've seen moments but yeah. I need to see it on a more consistent basis there's no doubt he's got very good technique he can go left or right side um, but I, I, I want to see more but you can see there's there's a player there there's no doubt it's just getting the the right formula and I still think Michael Beale at this moment in time is still looking for the, the right mm-hmm. formula in the, the team and what actually is his best
2: eleven. albeit there is a, a few injuries John, let's hear uh, Kimar Roof before we come to you. He said, obviously it's great to be back playing regularly.
5: Yeah, of course, I'm going to enjoy it more because I'm playing now. So, And that's, for me, it's all about playing football, winning games. That's what I, I wake up for, why I train so hard. And to be able to play in front of the fans and put the shirt on as well, it's, it's massive and that's the ambition for me to. To keep, to keep progressing
4: Nothing breeds like success and no. strikers want to score Of course and he's getting a good run now the boy has had some um, some really bad luck in terms of when he's come back in the past he's, he's scored vital goals good goals he's, he's a natural striker he gets himself in that six yard box and scores goals tap-ins he can score from outside the box as we've seen but he must be praying to get a good run in the side you know when you've been injured I had two back operations in my career and you're always a little bit wary and, until you can get a good sort of five or six games on the bounce type of thing and he'll, he'll be looking to score 20 goals 20 plus goals if he plays most of the games because he's capable of that you know but um you know I'm hoping that he gets a good run and, and he's somebody that is that is a goal scorer and Michael Beale will be saying look you can win me games you sit your forwards win your games. Yeah. I know your defenders have to keep clean sheets, your midfielder have to make chances, but your forwards, Paul, they take you up the leagues. The is in the top centre forward, You know they're the ones who will go, go and get you the points.
3: Yeah, he deserves a bit of luck, let's yeah. be He's had some horrendous times with injury, but what I like about him is, he's went and done something about it. He was away over in Doha oh. um, to a private training clinic and making sure he... He'd done his strength and conditioning and then he'd been ready for pre-season and it's all about just managing him and I think if you manage him and you do it right I think you've got a a really good centre forward there. He knows where the back of the net is. He's got very good movement. Tec- technically he's good as well. So he's had the rest period at the weekend. He'll be flying ready to go tonight.
4: Well, one thing yeah. I'd say Barry I never question Barry on Rangers because he knows a lot more he watches them a lot more than I do but I just wonder whether you say maybe go three at the back tonight. I just wonder mm. whether you'll go for more of an outfield player, play four. I'm not sure if they need three at the back in a cup game at home against Livingston, although they're coming off a, a poor performance. I just think maybe use an extra player, a midfielder or a winger, just to be a little bit more on the front foot and, and, and to seem a little bit more positive with his lineup. That's all. And, and Barry thinks it mm. might it three. It probably might will be three. But I just think in a game that the fans are expecting you to have a real go, create chances. Mm-hmm. I think that players may be better used um, sort of further up the pitch. But again, Barry watches Rangers a lot more than I do.
3: Barry, what would you say? Yeah, I can see it, but it, it also can make make you be more attack-minded as well. It gets an extra striker on um, with Dessers and Roof and Lammers. do L- let Lundstrom off the leash a wee bit. And mm-hmm. um, when you're playing with wing-backs... When they played that system at the weekend, they were like too deep for me. If you're playing three at the back, you can mm. push your wing backs high yeah, up. and the also
4: one of your centre halves yep. with the ball can come up can, with the can ball. can drive out with mm. the ball, I'm almost play midfield, yep. but just get and back ben in And John your Suter's mm. good
3: at that. He's good at driving yeah. Yeah. into the midfield yeah. area, and Ben Davis can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So listen, it, it could work, but yeah, also it's, don't it's, be surprised it's not if a criticism.
4: With. You've seen them; they went. Mm. They went to that situation. I just think in a game at home, where the crowd will expect. You know, But as Barry said, you've got them wing-backs. We always played that three mm. defence. Martin O'Neill allows you to play two strikers, three in the middle of the park. You, know, you can get your wing-backs pushing forward yep. to supply yeah. for the forward players. Yeah. And also, as I said, two up top. That's really sure. positive.
3: Mm. I mean, you've, if you've got Tav, for yep. instance, crossing the ball, you've got Dessers, you've got Ruff, you've got Lammers, you've got one of the central midfielders, Lundstrom, and you've got the opposite wing-back getting into the box. So there you've got, what was that? Five players? Mm. Attacking the, the goal because they, they need to. Do, I use the word they need to pepper Livingston That's they need what to the fans put them want. Under severe pressure, and if you do that, the fans will get up. They will get right behind you, and then eventually
2: you'd like to think Livingston will cave in. Here's Neil Banfield speaking yesterday, the assistant manager about the crowd reaction at the weekend. Oh, it's understandable. You can see it, but I think, I think when you
8: come into these games, these period of games, it's um, I think it's it's tough with the players. It's, it's mentally we had a big result on Thursday. Uh, and it's how you get over that and then you approach the next game. Um, and I think the games have gone well in the results, but obviously we've seen that uh, we got a little bit anxious on um, on Sunday, not getting the second goal and that, that does create a little bit of anxiety amongst the team and we defended well, and we won the game and now we push on to the next to the, to the the cup game on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, there was definitely a bit of anxiety. How to win back the fans? I think we know the answer. Get our chances and score a few more goals for them, you know, and, but it's a work in progress and we're definitely moving in the right direction. Albeit at times it, we might have to take one step back and two steps forward, but that's what it is when you're building a successful team, you know. But I think we have shown at times that we are going places, we are moving forward without a doubt.
2: And he was asked about the squad status for this game tonight. Obviously, Ravi's sustained a knee injury. I think
8: he's going to be six weeks, but we've got the squad all prepared for tomorrow. He's, he's added onto the injury list, which has come through the games and it's part of what we've got and we... We build a squad for tomorrow and we go again against uh, Livingston tomorrow night.
2: And he was asked finally, what does he feel about you know, with the
8: Rangers fans just now? Not at all. We've not taken a bit by it at all. It's, I think when you win, they're, they're so excited. And if you lose, they, they can be, not lose, but if they aren't happy with it, they let you know that's part and parcel of being at Rangers, I think. Just keep supporting us. They give us great support. I come out every time through that tunnel. It's fantastic. You hear them cheering you and they will cheer us again tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, tomorrow night. They'll be cheering the team. So keep cheering us, keep supporting us and we're
6: actually working for them to be successful.
2: Because at the weekend the manager said, look, this is nowhere near good enough.
6: Yeah, I think there's an opportunity for everybody, isn't there? So when you play, there's an opportunity. So you you have to show, you have to take it, both sides of the game, out of possession with your work ethic and in possession with your quality. I didn't think the service they got today was great at times. I felt early in the game, every time we made a forward pass, we gave it away, uh, which doesn't help, but... I'm looking for more from this group of players. They know that. I'm looking for more from me and my staff as well. I take no um, comfort from winning that game of football today. I don't take one bit of comfort from that. It wasn't a game that I enjoyed at all. I don't think the players enjoyed it either. Uh, It's a complete backward step after a forward step on Thursday. We've got two more games here this week. The game on Wednesday is a really important one and then the game at the weekend it's really important again. So the game's are not going anywhere and we've got no players coming back. So the, it's down to me and that group of players to respond and show better than what we did today because today is nowhere near good enough. Nowhere near.
2: Strong stuff from the manager. Yeah,
3: he's yeah. no messing about, but right, he's been honest, like it. He's putting it on the players, he's putting it on himself and the staff. Um and when you cross that white line, I'm expecting a, a a real good performance, and certainly a better performance than I did getting in Sunday. But I like that. Sometimes you've got to put the players under a wee bit of pressure and see how they they handle it. Because you're at a big club, Paul. You've got to, you've got to um, produce the goods more often than not. Listen, you can o- off days. It's impossible to play well every single game. I, I totally get that. But the the levels have got to be more than they showed uh, certainly on Sunday because you can't go for that second half on Thursday where I was I was all over the top of him I thought that's what I want to see like yeah. right, go and take that into Sunday and go and take that into Wednesday but listen they took a step back but the brilliant thing about football is you've got an opportunity straight away quarter final of a cup go and put a
2: performance on tonight you were buzzing in here on Friday night I, I was because yeah.
3: listen yeah. I had, I, I'll be honest with you the, the first half wasn't great mm. Betts dominated they weren't close enough but I thought they come out in the second half they're up to tempo they get a yard closer they move the ball quicker they get balls into the box and when you do that automatically that gets the stands jumping and that's what they need to do tonight they need to get off to a real good start and that's what fans love listen they want to be entertained they want to see good football but also they want to see a full blooded performance as well and that's getting in the faces and and really getting toppy Livingston and, and force Livingston into make mistakes. And that's what I fully expect tonight. If he's, I said, he's feeling the yep. heat.
4: Yeah. Definitely feeling the heat. You've sent his assistant out there, Michael Banfield. Maybe he's just gone, look, I've said everything I need to say. Mm-hmm. Go and do us a favour. Go and take the heat off a little bit and you do the press conference. One of the words I heard there was he's looking for more. Michael Beale certainly looking for more from this group of players. He's brought these players in. This is now majority is his team, right? Sure. And also what Neil Banfield said: it's work in progress. Mm-hmm. Might not get the time. You've got to progress today. This is not this is not a project where you at Rangers for two years and you you, you don't win. You've got a great chance this season. No disrespect to the other teams in the. Um, the in tournament the, in, the, the in, right. in the in the league yeah. cup, uh, yeah. yeah, Um in the via play cup, should I say? So he's got to get his team going. Mm. He's, he's got to get joined. the Rangers fans. He knows Barry's yeah. also said it that they were they were poor at the weekend. Second half against Betis, that's a great win in Europe. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, sure. You've got to so pressure up in Europe. You got to you got to stay in the game for 20-25 minutes mm-hmm. and then you've got to come on strong, hopefully get a goal and see see the game through. That's what they've done. But he is but, feeling the heat. But your point's a good one. He, the he settling goals. in period's yeah. over. And he might not now, get work in progress. Yeah. The they've got to deliver. Period. Deliver yeah. now more than ever. It's over. Now they, now they've
3: got to start producing the goods on mm. the pitch. They've had enough games now to get used to the demands and the expectations. They've had more than enough training sessions. The manager now is expecting them to produce the goods and that's what he wants to see tonight and that's what the Rangers fans will expect travelling to Ibrox uh, right now and they should, get it the they should win
4: tonight buddy. it's yeah. Livingston, Livingston have just been beat at home the no, sure. uh, Rangers yep. are at home they got a chance to progress yep. the manager needs a win mm. the players will be wanting a win but and, and I really fancy them tonight to, to, to be convincing and get the win done do you know when Rangers last won the League Cup It was season 2010,
2: 2011 And if I'd said that to you Barry 10 years ago or so You'd say, nah, you're crazy Mm. It's unbelievable
3: What an opportunity they've got Exactly Three games away
2: What was the scoreline the last time? Don't tell me now After the break Can you remember what happened then 2010, 2011 So I've said they won it
1: The Go Radio Football Show With Global Eco Energy 10% off your solar install in September Terms and conditions apply
0: Let's
2: go Ryder Cup tees off tomorrow morning so when you're listening to Alan Shaw on The Breakfast Show on Friday of course John Hartson is right on it we're looking forward to it it's going to be tough I see we, we're getting told and indeed he's he's on it tonight <laughs> isn't he um, Barry Ferguson John Hartson we'll talk Ryder Cup in a moment before that just before the break I said to you Rangers hadn't won the League Cup since uh, season 2010 2011 Barry do you remember the game do you remember the score and the scorers yeah I, I, yep. I remember the, the game mm-hmm.
3: Um, James the producer asked me about 20 minutes ago and thank God you never asked me uh, before him because I was unsure it was 2-1 and then correct yeah I know Stephen Davis was one goal scorer and I think
2: can you get this one look at Big John I think it was yellow. was it Yellovich it was the winner yeah who scored the equaliser I'm looking at John only because of the Welshman who scored Joe Ledley Joe Ledley correct Yep, that was at 2-1 Rangers, 98th minute after extra time. He, he was you... a good player, Djelovic. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. A nice guy. Yeah, I met yeah.
3: him. Yeah. Taller
4: than what I thought. He yeah, a big, big, lump, you, big guy. Three, yeah. Met him for
3: the first time um, at a Legends game in March. Aye, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, nice big guy. Um, and it just shows you when you sign foreigners how they take to the clubs yep. you know what I mean It's
2: it's. Um, he was a real good sign he went down to Everton didn't he, he did. after that in yeah. Hull as well he Hull? Yeah. your Rangers team was Neil Alexander Stephen Whittaker David Weir the captain now of course ripping up trees at Brighton as director of football <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's the point of ripping up trees uh, Magi Bugera Sasa Papic Stephen Naismith of course now the manager of Hearts Stephen Davis who was at Rangers till last year in fact we have still, w- still there yeah, still in the books yeah I don't know what's happening with his,
3: um, his knee in terms of I know he had the operation I don't know if he's had some maybe issues or whatever but hopefully you see Stephen uh, Davis back he's a quality
2: operator Paul sure is what a player Devil, most captain yep. in these aisles yep. Greg Wild Kel Lafferty and the aforementioned Nikita Yelovich on the bench Alan McGregor um, Vladimir Weiss Kel Hutton, David Healy and El Hadjouf, of course, the controversial former Bolton Wonders and Liverpool star. For Celtic... It's uh, a good time, uh, yeah, that really Fraser, a good yeah, team. it is. For Celtic, players. Fraser Foster. Shame he's on the bench again, isn't it? For such a great goalkeeper. Yeah. Mark Wilson, uh, Thomas Rogne, Charlie McGrew, who just retired just a few weeks ago, Emilio Izaguiri, Scott Brown, Joe Ledley... Uh, Berham Kyle, who'd gone down to yeah, Brighton, Brighton, didn't he? Yeah. Did well. Chris Commons, Georgius Samaras, uh, and Gary Hooper, who was up against Barry's Rangers just a few weeks ago at the Masters. And on the bench, Saluska. He looked if he could still play. He does, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. still looking for a good centre
4: forward. It's good. A lot of goals right. for Celtic.
2: Glenn Gary Levens, Hooper. yeah. Sung Young, Paddy McCourt, and Anthony Stokes. So. um
4: Two, two one. good teams, yeah. yeah. I was at but that game, I sat in the crowd. I was going to ask, did you come back sometimes then? Yeah, I used to, to come back up to the yep. finals in particular, yeah. things that you get invites to come back up and Normally you get in a box or in yep. the hospitality, but that particular game, I think I took my son and I sat mm. in with the crowd. Uh, I went from Celtic Park on the supporters bus, which drops yeah. you off, walked along, and I just, just wanted to get him. I to see what it was like from a, a supporters point of view, mm. but... Obviously, Rangers win, and we didn't enjoy very much.
2: Of course the manager Neil Lennon for Celtic and the winner, the late great Walter Smith. So, yeah, just looking
4: yeah. at that, there was was that an era where uh, Walter Smith, God rest his soul, yep. um, obviously in the cup maybe. Mm-hmm. Neil Alexander played the cup games because Alan McGregor's substitute there. You wouldn't expect that, would you?
2: Barry you'll probably remember I think he, yeah, I, I think it, he may, may well have that done might have I, been, think, uh, I think I played course. in the I was with yeah.
4: Neil at uh-huh. Livingston of course yeah. nearly yeah
2: he's at Muddle now goalkeeping coach is he? yeah, yeah. so what about tonight we haven't asked you then Rangers Livy we've spoken about it we've heard from the manager the assistant manager we've heard from Kmart Roof here's one more from Kmart Roof. Roof uh, he thinks the team are almost there in terms of gelling
5: like I said we've got in the last three games three wins Three clean sheets, um, and sometimes it, it's not about how we win; it's about getting the result, and we've been able to do that three games in the space of what seven days, eight days. It's not easy; it's diff- very very difficult, and unfortunately for us, well not unfortunate because it's a it's a it's a pleasure, and it's something that we should be proud of. We're at a big club, um, and it comes with the demands and the pressures and high expectations and. You can either see it as a negative pressure or a positive and, and I think we're taking it as a positive and using it as fuel just to keep pushing, keep pushing through it, get through these games and just keep getting the results.
2: Barry, if you were in the dressing room tonight, what would be your team talk to the Rangers team?
3: I don't think you need a team talk. Your, your motivation is getting to Hamden for a semi-final. You're at home, um, the crowd's going to be there and there's going to be an expectation to put a performance on. Um, so yeah I don't think you need to go and spend 5, 10, 15 minutes and, and what it means and what you need to do you need to go about your business in the right manner and that is making sure you, you dominate the game and, and put
2: Livingston under pressure from from, um, from kickoff. Who are going to be the winners for Rangers tonight? Who are you looking to see? I had you say Lundstrom earlier I mean I don't mean Well um... he has
3: he, again I think he's come in for a wee bit of unfair criticism at times but one thing about Big like Lundström is, he gets fired then, mm-hmm. uh, and he's certainly done that I thought he was really good last week against Betis certainly in the second half and he was the one that was trying to drive the, the team forward and I thought if you were going to pick a player out in Sunday you would probably have said Lundström as, as well so yeah, he, he's done really well he was out the team for a few games but he's found himself his back in
2: and um, I think he's became... One that you can hang your hat on at this moment in time. Why do you think Ryan Jack doesn't play as much as many Rangers fans would like to see?
4: Sign a new contract yeah. as well. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. I, I'm surprised. Contract was up,
3: wasn't it? I, I think at this moment in time you need people with... Uh, how can I put it? Big balls... Basically, yeah, yep. and I think Ryan Jack was Ryan Jack out of contract
4: at the end of last season.
3: Yeah, he's just signed a, a new signed years. A new one, yeah, yep. a new years sure. contract. And, right. and what Ryan Jack does, he goes and he, he gives it everything, and he'll mm. take the ball in in certain areas, and, and he'll allow other people round about him yep. to go and do their bit further forward. He's very disciplined. Yep, that's one guy you can say right. If you're playing alongside him in the middle of the pitch, right, I know I can drive forward knowing that Ryan Jack's got my back. Yep. Yep. and he'll
2: go and patrol behind me so yeah I think he'll play Ryan Jack tonight and John you know this time last year we would have been saying right who's going to unlock a defence for Rangers and you would talk about Ryan Kent and he hasn't been replaced yet has he
4: Um. well you could say Matundo yeah Matundo is, you know he's come in and did quite well whether or not he's at the level of a Kent because I think Kent was exceptional at times I think what let him down was his maybe his inconsistency. Maybe he just couldn't deliver the same type of performance on a more consistent basis. But he scored some big goals for Rangers. He was mm-hmm. a good signing at the time. Um, they paid seven million pounds for him, but he left for nothing. Yeah. Um, so really, not not good business from that side of things. But you know, who's going to unlock it? I think I think Kemar Roof. Um, Dessas for me has, has done okay, and and. F- for, for Kemar Roof to, to deliver he's got to be given service mm. you're only as good as your service he can't pick the ball up 40 yards out beat three defenders and smash it in the top corner mm. but what can happen Barisic can get forward Tavernier whip them balls across the face of that six yard box and you know that Kemar Roof is going to be in there because he's a goal scorer and he sniffs out goals so but they've got to give him they can't leave him isolated which I don't think they will I think Rangers will have the majority of the ball tonight um, and it's, it's a really, it's a really big night for them. And what Kimaroof said earlier, the bigger picture, Paul, right, is is winning. The big sure. picture is getting yep. the three points. Mm-hmm. But the expectancy level at Celtic and Rangers is, they want to see good players, they want to see good football, they want to see you, attack minded things like this, um, pressing high, working hard. The things that never quite happened at the weekend against Motherwell. So it's almost like you've got to do both. You've got to play well and you've got to win. Um Kamaru's got a point. They have had three clean sheets in the last three games mm-hmm. and they've won them all. Uh, and the manager's still getting sick because expectancy level is more than that. The Rangers fans want to see more. They want to see the new signing settling in, sort of uh, bought, uh, sort of blend, uh, get that blend, that mm-hmm. system, and playing better. But the bigger picture... You've got to win games as well. If he wasn't winning, the bit the biggest thing people could say about him is, oh, he's not even winning games. Yeah. So he's winning games, but he has to do it in in a in a better style of football, if you know what I mean.
2: What's your scoreline tonight, John? What do I you think? I think
4: Rangers will win. I think they'll win comfortable 3-0. Barry, what do you reckon?
3: Yeah, I was I was gonna go three three or four. Um I think they've got a bit of real high energy, high tempo. Yeah. And listen, you can't. It's impossible to do that, Paul, for ninety odd minutes, right? It is. But see, when then you take a wee breather, it's about being composed on the ball, a bit of calmness. Keep it, but move it. Make sure you move Livingston about the pitch. No pedestrian when you're mm. taking three, four, five touches, touch pass, move them about. So that's what I'm I'm expecting, and I'm again I'm looking forward to it because mm. it wasn't a great watching Sunday. Mm. I'm expecting to see a different Rangers tonight.
2: On Friday night, you said, and it was a good point, how the players should get the fans on side with them mm-hmm. and that rapport that you I, mentioned. I, I, yeah.
3: I felt that in, in Thursday night. When the performance, you've got to get the energy, you've got to feed off the, the energy, but you've got to create that first. Yeah. And then when the, the stands start rocking, that's what I, I used to do. I used to feed off that. and But you've got to do the business first. You've got to get in amongst your your opposition you've got to do something about it in terms of getting crosses shots on goal tackles win your headers and when you do that the fans react to that yeah. and when they mm-hmm. react to that the place is electric and that gives you that wee extra 5 or 10% Is that an early tackle on a yeah.
2: you know on a big John or a Neil Lennon or whatever I'm, spotter, I'm not, you know, yeah. Spot
4: on because the onus is on you yeah. you know yeah, the crowd will get behind the crowd if, mm. if they see good football see you working hard creating chances pressing high winning the ball back Good midfield play, you know, that that sort of interaction with the midfielders, if you like. One somebody running out of space, somebody else going in there, crosses into the box, goals. Goals, Paul, ultimately it's goals, right? That everybody stands up and claps. People won't really clap for a a tackle or a good pass. Goals, people get out their seat, don't they? And celebrate. Mm -hmm. So if you're not creating chances are not scoring on a regular basis. Rangers have the players. Oh, it took maybe it took one or two of them a bit longer to settle, um, but they certainly have a goal scorer tonight. And uh, and it's down to you. Barry's right. It's down to you to get the supporters, you know, out of their seats, mm. sort of saying how great this is to watch.
3: Mm. Yeah, as I said, I don't think there'll be much. There should be much of a team talk. I'd be going about. Let's be in the front foot. Mm. Let's make sure we we panic them and make mistakes. Um, and as I said it's all about getting the crowd uh, the levels high and when you generate that that feeds onto yourself and that obviously sometimes gives you that wee extra push Um, Paul so yep again they were were really disappointed with the performance Mm. on Sunday I get that but as I keep saying the brilliant thing about football there's always a game just round the the corner Mm. and they've got a perfect opportunity tonight against a Livingston team who let's be honest. Played against Celtic at the weekend, and never really Mm -hmm. showed that a typical Livingston performance. So they'll be maybe low in confidence with the suffering defeat against ten men. Mm -hmm. So you need to be on that. You need to be right down their throat as soon as that whistle goes.
2: And of course, they've got a new owner. John uh, Scott Brown's been mentioned he's the favourite to take over back in League 1 at Cheltenham Town so it could be that's been reported uh, on the record at the moment so Scott Brown did, he did well last season at Fleetwood didn't he I know they had a poor start
4: uh, at the start this season but uh, could you see him right back in I could if if Scott wants to get straight back in I think some managers he's a young manager yeah. did very well mm. last season at Fleetwood I thought you had a yeah. Won some big cup games as well while he was down there, the yeah. FA Cup. Um, did well in terms of his his, his first management job. Um, and for me, if, if Scott wants to continue managing and the opportunity comes up, it's, it's down in England again. As Barry mentioned there, he hasn't, you know, I don't know whether he went in for the Hibs job or whether he wants to. Yeah, he was mentioned stuff. for it, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, we don't know whether he had an interview. We, yeah. we, we just don't know. Of course, he's an ex-player there as well. Um so it'll be good if Scott mm-hmm. wants to continue. I don't don't really. Um, he used to get in touch with Scott now and again. Not spoke to him in a while. Yep. But um, if he wants to get back in, Cheltenham, what are they? League, League one. Yeah, well, League one. League yeah. one. Yeah.
2: So Barry would enjoy that if he is in charge up against Fleetwood. Try and do yeah, it again. Yeah, because he'll them. have that yeah. wee bit between his teeth. that oh, Listen, you yeah. get um,
3: relieved these. Du- I don't no. like using the word sacked. No. Relieved these mm-hmm. duties, and he'll be right. Do you know what? I'll need to go and show Fleetwood they made a a mistake again listen the performances were good I've seen a, a, seen a couple of his interviews that he was happy enough he was just putting the ball in the mm-hmm. back of the net which is the hardest job in football sure. Um and listen they made a decision I'm sure if a job comes up then he would want to go and prove
2: that um, Fleetwood done the wrong thing and, and obviously mm-hmm. getting rid of him what do they call them the Cod Army isn't it yeah. Cod Army so if they go back and beat them we'll put them in their place
4: Oh, come off. that's, I think, t- that's terrible day.
2: sorry I'm, yeah. go on, go on now. No, I'll, I'll, take, I'll, the, I'll take the, yeah, take the yellow card what are you doing <laughs> just think your things up man? I thought that one up for about 30 seconds when I saw that John sorry you were going to talk no what scientific. I'm saying
4: is is that yeah. sometimes a, a, that a manager takes his first job and generally take another one and he's better from his previous job you know Scott maybe done things at Fleetwood that he, he, he might change he, if yeah. he gets another yeah. job. Some people want to jump straight back in, some people want to have a break. But he's young, he's enthusiastic and uh, I hope he gets another opportunity.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go!
4: If you're
2: heading to the games tonight, enjoy them. Some really good games in the League Cup, the Viaplay Cup. Hibs against St Mirren as darkness falls over in Edinburgh, just seeing it here on the monitor. Ross County against Aberdeen up there at Dingwall and Rangers-Livingston at Ibrox, John Hartson and Barry Ferguson here. Just before we give you the team news, which should be in any moment now. Uh, John, what about uh, Anthony Ralston? So he signed a new long-term contract with Celtic. He's not playing as often as he'd like to, but he said it's his boyhood club. He's been there since uh, well, he was what seven or eight, uh, and he's delighted to get that long. That's a big yeah. boost, isn't it, under Brendan Rodgers?
4: Well, it is, and he hasn't given the con- the contract for sentiment. Yeah. You know, he's given the contract because he's come in and did very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't let anybody down. I just think Alistair Johnson has just got that little bit of, of extra quality that you need up and down that right side. But Anthony Ralston, he roads forward, he defends well, he gets back. And he's put in some excellent performances, Paul, over the years for Celtic. And this is a player that's been sent out several times on loan. Mm-hmm. The supporters weren't quite sure about him whether he could ever come back and be a first-team player at Celtic, but he's proved everybody wrong. He's got a wonderful attitude. His fitness levels are great, and nobody can knock him. Nobody can knock Brendan Rodgers. He obviously trusts him to be his his second sort of uh, right back. Arthur Johnson will always play, but if there's an injury like we saw at the start of the season, Andy Ralston comes in and doesn't let anybody down. Paul, so I'm delighted for him. His hard work has paid off and Barry got that late, late goal in
2: the first season under Ange remember it was the 97th minute and it looked as though Celtic would drop points at Dingwall mm. and he popped up and for somebody who's come through the academy as you did at Rangers you know as a boy it must be amazing to score a huge goal for your club Yeah and it's important for, for uh,
3: uh, Ralston because I'm sure a few clubs would be interested in taking him Look, he had a couple of diffi- uh, difficult loans I'm sure it was St Johnson and Dundee United mm. where he never really performed and um, at the levels but listen he's come in and he's he's been really steady for Celtic he's really steady and he's a he's a good backup for Alistair Johnson who's a an athlete let's be honest he's been another real good find Strong, for powerful yeah line. he's been a real good find for Celtic but listen you need a big squad Paul, as yeah. I said yeah. injuries suspensions and you know what you're going to get for Ralston. For he'll come
2: in and he'll, he'll do a job for you Team news coming in. Do you want Livy first? Just waiting for the Rangers team. In fact, it's dropping as we speak. I nearly gave you the team for Real Betis last week. Here is Rangers tonight, the starting of Living against Livingston. And it's Butland, Tavernier, Goldson, Davies, and Yilmaz is in. Lindstrom and Jack is there, as you mentioned. Sifuentes is in. Lammers, Sima, and Ruth. So Barry, I'm just let you digest it. So yeah, Seema and Roof. Yep. So no Barisic,
3: Sifuentes, yep. and Seema mm-hmm.
2: are the are the changes uh, from my team. Sorry, should I say? Yeah. On the bench, McCrory, Sutter, Desers, Sterling, Wright, Balligan, Barisic, Rice, and McKinnon. What do you think of that lineup, Barry? Yeah. It's, listen, it's it's still strong, Paul. Oh, it should be strong enough to.
3: No been disrespectful to Livingston, but it's still strong enough to beat Livingston. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the game tonight. And listen, Redvan an opportunity for him to come in. So um, Fuentes, I, I, I want to see more from him. Um, I don't know whether it was the travelling away with his international team, he's looked a bit off it. But again, it's another opportunity for Fuentes tonight. Um, Lammers obviously gets the opportunity again. Came a roofie, but he was a certainty. Play. We've been rested at the weekend, uh, no doubt. So, yep. Looking forward to the game, and it's a totally different formation for what, uh, yeah. What I of said. Course, yeah. What do you know? Absolutely nothing okay. going in the starting eleven. I think that's the thing, the Rangers
2: fans. They just the don't thing, know what's going to come. Was,
4: was Jack? Maybe Jack will. will, will yeah, I, I thought he was a certainty. Yeah, just because oh, and of and the Lundstrom and and, says, yeah. and, and see my Roof.
2: What about Sema, John? I mean, because the Rangers—they're not sure what to expect.
4: This is the problem. What have you have you seen much of Sema? Well, he's got a good goal, didn't he? A couple of months ago, he hit it yep. first time, and I'm uh, I'm not seeing an awful lot yep. of him. I've seen a bit more of 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 mm-hmm. than what I've seen of Sema, um, but I think tonight, you know, he's up there, and you might look to hit him. You know, hit him, and he can be a focal point and llamas and Roof complaining around him. Um, I think you've played through the middle the roof on the left and Lammers on the right I think you've got to play Kemal Roof through the middle through the middle John mm-hmm. he, he's he, if you look at that team
3: the starting 11 you're looking at a goal scorer he jumps out at you Kemar Roof yeah. I think Simo playing the the left, left and Lammers in the right so he'll cut in um, and mm-hmm. obviously your midfield three Jack Lundstrom and Sifuentes mm-hmm. Jack will just anchor in the middle of the pitch and go and let. Like, Everybody in front of him go and do the thing. Mm-hmm. He's
2: so calm, isn't he?
3: What do you make of Seema, Barry? I, I, again, he's another one that listen. You've seen bits to listen. He's, he's
2: so Look quick. In progress. He's so quick,
3: Paul. I don't think he uses his, his pace enough. If I'm being honest mm-hmm. with you, if i had that pace, when I mean, I'd be just knocking a ball past the full back every single time and yeah. and and running. Listen, he scored a couple of goals. Mm-hmm the one that John just mentioned against PSV was a brilliant finish yep. um, but again he's another of the new signings that needs to show um, a bit more going forward but again it's another opportunity for him tonight to well, show when, you,
4: when you've got that three playing up top mm-hmm. they've all got licence you might find Lammers over on the left yeah. for a period mm-hmm. and then you get Seema yep. over on the right Roof might find himself out there during periods of the game because they might have to track back once or twice if Livingston do yeah. play on the counter, which they'll try to, because they'll defend and they looked look to hit Rangers on the break. Uh, That's uh, the way Livingston, I think, will play. Yeah, I and
3: mean, we came out as well. He likes to come and and uh, be involved in the, the build-up. I need to see runners beyond. Mm-hmm. That's from Lammers, from Sima, Cifuentes, Lundstrom, etc. I need to see them go beyond
2: the centre forward at times. Here's the Livingston lineup: Shamal George, of course, in goals. Io Obolai, Stephen Kelly, Daniel Mackay, Jamie Brandon, the skipper Jason Holt, Joel Nubley, Louis De Lucas, Sean Kelly, Curtis Guthrie, and James Penrice. So that's the lineups for the game there. Shall we go to Dingwall? Give you the lineups for Ross County against Aberdeen. Uh, Laidlaw for Ross County, obviously. Brown, Baldwin, Nightingale, and Leek. Harmon, Randall, Latourie, Danda, Sims and Murray, whom we spoke about last night, Simon Murray, uh, scored at the weekend or the week before. Uh, for Aberdeen then, and they've got Mayowski there as the, the player on the team sheet after he's double at the weekend. Russen goals, Devlin, Shinny the captain, Jensen, Garton Mann, McGrath, Barron, Mayowski, Duke, Hayes and Rubizik. So, Barry, strong Aberdeen. Not many changes, I don't think. He's obviously in from the start. Um, what do you what do you make of those lineups? Yeah,
3: strong Aberdeen team. Uh, look, they've got to take confidence with that result of the weekend, yeah. Paul. Uh, they badly needed that domestically. Let's be honest, and I think that could kick start um their season. And I think they'll go to Dingwall again. It's always a a tough place to go to Dingwall. Um, but I think Aberdeen will have too much for Rose County tonight mm-hmm. John Yeah, I, I, I never yeah.
4: would have thought there'd be that many changes you're playing in the quarter final of a cup um, as I've alluded to several times tonight you've got a chance mm-hmm. to take your team to Hampden in a semi-final where anything can happen you, the, the, you know you can take your the whole you know Aberdeen will get great support yeah. although they mm-hmm. have to come a long way each time they play there yeah. Um if they were to go through tonight, and vice versa for all the other three teams, you know hearts are there. Yeah, They still an Aberdeen win. Yeah, you reckon? I think Aberdeen will, yeah. will win on the back of the confidence and the feel-good factor they would have took from turning Ross County over by four at the weekend. Yeah.
2: Hibs up against St Mirren. Quite a few. Well, I don't know how many uh, St Mirren mm-hmm. fans will be through, but my goodness, they are on form. Hibs are Marshall Miller. Fish, Yuan, Venti of course signed recently, he's been scoring, Boyle, Martin Boyle, Newell also in form, Jago, Obita, Deutsch, and Rocky. Up against uh, Sin Mirren with a good win against St Johnson at the weekend, Heming, of course in goals, Fraser, Gogic, Taylor, Strain, Boyd Muntz, O'Hara the captain, Tanzer, Kilty, Mandron and Olusanya. John, what do you reckon about top
4: Yeah, Boyle and Dijie, mm-hmm. big Welsh lad. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. So they can get the ball forward. They know they play with two strikers. Um, they're at the. Are they at, They're at home, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Hibs tonight. Um, yeah, they're home. Yeah, Easter Road. Yeah, they're at home. Ross yep. County, uh, sorry, uh, yep. Saint Mirren will be yep. feeling good about themselves. Yeah. yeah. You know, second in the league, unbeaten in the in in mm. the league this season. So, that'll be a really good game. Mm. I, we said at yep. the start of the program that. It's a tough one to call that. That'll be really a really, really good game. Are they all on um via play? Um, no, the Rangers game is on tonight. Right, I think okay. that's the
2: only one there, all but right. you expect Hibs, but I think I had to push just, it. just I think, just, yeah. just, yeah, yeah. Barry, come on, what do you think? Yeah, listen, yeah. the the final four Hearts, Hibs, Aberdeen, Rangers. That's it. We will find out tonight. Let's hear from, well, Michael Beal. Um, look, there's been quite a few, furore, hasn't there? Uh, and he's got a chance tonight. He'd be one game away from Hamden and two games away from Silverware. And look what that did. I'm not saying it's an Ange situation, but they won the League Cup, Barry, two years ago and Celtic got off to a bad start. Ange didn't win. You know, at the beginning, we know the story. And that gave them a lift. Yeah, alongside the league <coughs> form. Ideally, Paul, yeah. at the start of pre-season, the very
3: first day as... Your number one priority is a league but the first trophy that comes available is the League Cup and listen, see when you get that gives you that wee bit of edge gets you that feeling when are lifting a trophy and celebrating with your fans that should be the driving force of these Rangers players Celtic are out they were out a couple of games ago now's your opportunity go and grab it with both hands make sure you're in that semi-final and as I said Paul a few weeks ago Rangers have to win this trophy
4: well, the thing is, lots of managers have come in um, to both Celtic and Rangers and actually took a lot from winning that first cup. Yeah. That's available in the season. And then the pressure's slightly off and then you got a little bit of momentum then because you've already got one cup at your stadium and then almost so the players can take confidence yeah. from that. And, it, and you know, it's, it's another trophy. As Barry said, it's a trophy. Maybe he hasn't got the prestige of a... A Scottish Cup but it's a trophy mm-hmm. there's only three trophies you can win um, you know as a manager sure. and you've got the first one in the bag if, if whoever goes and wins it
0: yep. And also, there, yeah, there, there's
3: no better yeah. feeling than going up these steps at Hamden and lifting a trophy and getting that medal around about your neck and going in the podium and celebrating mm-hmm. um, lifting the trophy and then going round and seeing what it means to the fans mm-hmm. so listen that's the feelings you've got to have when you're inside that dressing room Think of what what it could be like. That should be your driving force to make sure you get through this this game tonight. And I think they'll get.
2: I think they to bonus me I think they'll blow them away tonight. Mm. Three 0 Yeah, probably three 0 yep. You reckon? Uh, the manager he must have been fed up being asked all these questions about you know how the team have been, why it's not good enough.
6: Listen, we I've just sat here and said I want us to play better football. The teams that I've had play better football than today. So I'm sitting here and being honest. The Seaman and Ruth come in today's game with niggles and we need them for Wednesday. So the reality is we add on the pitch what we add on it. And we had to do certain things to get the result today because we weren't very good. So I'll leave it there with that. On Thursday night, we go on, we're over the moon with the second half and the way we play against a better team we play today. In all respect, that's not me, my view, that uh, the better is for a better team than Mother. Well, that would be everybody's view, all right? So I under- can't understand why. At 10 o'clock Thursday, you walk off the pitch with that feeling and playing in that way and then turning what we did today. So that's my question to the group, to me as well and my staff. That performance day wasn't good enough, but I don't want to go down that road because uh, we had to do things today and, and I've got more insight than anyone in the schedule we got coming up. We have a quarter-final on Wednesday and it would have been reckless of me to put those two out on the pitch today with that in mind.
2: So we gave you the Rangers team and Seema is in there. Roof's in there, no surprises. Barry, what's your final thought on it? The fans tonight, what would you say to them? They're listening in the cars. They've got a role to play. Yeah, they've, they've always got a role to play, the Rangers fans.
3: Um, as I said, they're very demanding, but I have no issue whatsoever with that, Paul. You've got expectations and the fans go to Ibrox expecting their team to first and foremost win but also the vast majority of time you need to put on a performance and, and listen, to the man, you just hear the manager speaking there clearly very unhappy with it but the onus now is on the players when they cross that white line nobody can hold your hand you need to go in and, and do it yourself um, and make sure you, you're in that draw for um, Wednesday draw tonight after yeah. the game, 10 o'clock so make sure you're in that draw
4: well, there needs to be a big improvement in the performance tonight, obviously, um, against Livingston than what it was at the weekend. And I think they will I think they will improve this evening and win comfortably. John Harson, Barry Ferguson, thank
2: you so much. We'll see you both soon. Leanne is here tomorrow night, Leanne Crichton, along with Stephen McGinn. We'll be on from five. After the news, it's going to be Zoe Kelly.
1: The Go Radio football show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go!
0: Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023.